Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 94. My name is Chris Harper. This podcast is based on Take Note, the radio program, which is heard weekdays on Harvest Family Radio Guam. On that program, we discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. In this podcast version, we provide about a 10-minute recap of one of our favorite recent programs, minus the music. Today, we want to ask you to take note of John 11, 23 through 27. We find that a man named Lazarus of Bethany, the brother of Martha, is dead in our passage of the day. Jesus tells us plainly he's dead. In fact, he's been dead for four days by the time we arrive at our text, and he's already been buried. The only one who can change this is God himself. And by the time we arrive at verse 43, he does. Jesus tells Lazarus to come forth from his grave, and he comes forth alive, making this one of the more memorable miracles in the New Testament. But there's an interaction between Jesus and the sister, Martha, that we want to highlight today. It tells us why Jesus had the power to do this and causes us to think about what we believe regarding the resurrection, which is our theme from John eleven twenty three through 27. All of the actions and interactions surrounding today's text are important. Context in scripture is always important, but this context is real life explanation of something that we read. It's one of the physical proofs for a spiritual truth. It wasn't necessary for Jesus to provide it, but he provides it anyway. And for feeble people like you and I, it helps. Let's read a little context, then read the five verses we're here to talk about. At the beginning of John 11, we learn that Lazarus is sick. John 11, 1 through 4. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Jesus didn't immediately go. In fact, he stayed where he was for two more days, then telling his followers, we should go back to Judea. That's where we pick up the chapter at the end of verse 11. Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well that his rest will be good for him. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought that he spoke of taking rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. We've already heard two things from Jesus that inform us about the future. He says the end of this sickness will not be death. And he says, for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you can believe. There's no doubt Lazarus is dead. He makes this plain to them. 
but he also reveals hope. He will soon be there, and he will make all the difference. Jesus is speaking with Martha in today's text, which we'll read now in John 11, verses 23 through 27. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. This is a response to Martha's accusation. She says to Jesus in verse 21, If you would have been here, my brother would not have died. The first part of his response is, Even now, whatever you ask, God will give you. With all of this background, let's take a closer look at each verse. John eleven twenty three, Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Words of promise like this from Jesus are a guarantee. There can be no doubt. When he is involved, a dead man can return to life. For the creator of the universe, the God over all things, the one who holds everything in the universe together, this is not a difficult task. Lazarus will live. The end of his illness will not be death. Even if it has been death for four days, it's not over. Not while Jesus is there. But Martha seems to spiritualize what Jesus says in John eleven twenty four. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Martha believes rightly in a resurrection for all who were dead in Christ. It's almost as though she can't dare hope for a resurrection of her brother at that moment. Instead, she looks to a future reunion in the last days. She's demonstrating belief, no doubt, but in a certain way, she's looking past the Creator that's standing in front of her. While she was perfectly willing to believe in his healing power while Lazarus was sick, remember her words from verse 21, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died? She seems to fail in her recognition of his power while Lazarus is dead. Jesus explains in John eleven twenty five. 25, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Jesus is not just the Savior who forgives. He's not just the Savior who gives grace. He's not just the Savior who heals our diseases. He is the Savior who raises men dead in their trespasses and sins, to life. When he dies, he will not stay dead. The grave will have no hold on him. He is the resurrection and the life. It's not just the realms of spiritual death that he rules, but physical death as well. He has power to intervene and overcome death. We're talking about the master over everything, the author of eternal salvation. He goes on to make this clear. John eleven twenty six, And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? When he says never die, he means it. Those who believe have eternal life. 
And if he can grant eternal life, certainly he can bring the physically dead to life. The question is whether or not Martha believes. The question for us is whether or not we believe. Well, Martha gives the right answer. John eleven twenty seven. She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. The Christ is the anointed, the Messiah. This is the one who was prophesied, the Savior of Israel, the one who would bring salvation also to the Gentiles, who would die and be buried and raised from the dead. His death would be for our sins, not his own, to pay our penalty, because his Father is just and blood must be shed for the remission of sins. He is the only one worthy to make this sacrifice, and he will, and Martha believes. In the following verses, he provides a physical demonstration, John eleven forty three and 44. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him, and let him go. And the next verse is key. John eleven forty five, Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note Podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.